Taking up your cross, suffering and sacrificing have been superseded with name it and claim it. And as dark as I know it looks out there, the good news is that God is advancing his kingdom. And it's very exciting to be a part of his great commission. It's Sheila Zelensky. The Sheila Zelensky Show, the only show to give you the truth behind the headlines, prophecy, and the deeper things of God. Now. Here is your host, End Time Watchwoman, Sheila Zelinsky. Hello, listeners, and welcome to this May 14th, 2015 edition of the Sheila Zelinsky Show. My guest today is Nathan Liel from Watchman'sCry.com. He is a watchman on the wall with a very popular radio show. He's a good friend of the show, and it's a pleasure to have him back on. Nathan, good to have you back on, sir. Thanks for having me back, Sheila. It's always a, an honor to come on your program and share with the people what I believe God wants to say to the people. I try my best, Sheila, to maintain my relationship with God and to hear from the voice of the Spirit because in these last days, if we do not have a connection with God, we're going to fall by the wayside. And In this program, we're going to go into that. Well, you know, I think it's really important timing, and I think there's so many things. There's just a litany of things going on. I don't know if you saw this today, but I was quite stunned, actually. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually play a clip. I'm going to want you to weigh in on this clip because I thought this was quite stunning. And I think this is actually really indicative of kind of where we're at in society right now. So I'm going to play a clip. There are all kinds of conspiracy theories floating around about an upcoming Pentagon training exercise called Operation Jed Helm 15. It's a program that's going to run eight weeks in seven states beginning in July with troops practicing certain military maneuvers. In Texas, the prospect of armed federal troops has sparked an avalanche of speculation, including fears of a government conspiracy to launch a hostile takeover of the state. Although the Defense Department vows there are no such plans to do so, Senator Ted Cruz understands the concern. I understand the reason for concern and uncertainty because when the federal government has not demonstrated itself to be trustworthy in this administration, uh, the natural consequence is that many of the citizens don't trust what it's saying. Oh boy. Former Texas Governor Rick Perry understands as well, but thinks Americans can trust the military. I don't think there's a problem to uh, question your your government. I do it on a regular basis, uh, and I and I think that's a healthy thing to question your government. I don't think it's particularly healthy uh, to question the military. <laughs> 
Wow. And Governor <laughs> Abbott of Texas has apparently sent the National Guard out to make sure the army doesn't get too out of control. So can we just all agree, Eric? Can we, can you so, and I agree so, on this? So, now this is know, a little nuts. I think we, I'm not sure that that was a fair setup to Ted Cruz and, and even Rick Perry. Look, this is, this is inspired, the Jade Helm 15 conspiracy theorists are inspired by Alex Jones, the nutjob radio guy who, who, uh, Actually, was asked to go on to ABC and didn't, for some reason, over the weekend, didn't show up for that for that segment. Look, Alex Jones is a 9/11 truther. He's an Oklahoma City truther, and any opportunity he can to perpetuate as conspiracy theory, he will. Simulation, military simulation, is an important way of training people for an emergency. You don't want to do it after or during. You want to do it before, and that's all. This is what this is about. So, but Kimberly, yeah. what's, what's weird to me about this is you've got the governor of Texas, the governor of Texas, right. saying, "I can understand people's concerns, so I'm going to deploy the National Guard to make sure that the army, the military, doesn't get out of control." Is that a little, well, because, a little too far? Well, I don't know. It's uh, it's a little excessive, a little. But the thing is, obviously, he has constituency that is really giving him a panic attack about this because they're probably very vocal minority that feels that this is uh, the case. So they're going to be calling him, they're going to be emailing, they're going to be driving him nuts. So he's got to do something. But let me tell you something. This is why this is not true. If the administration, the government was going to take over any state, yeah. it wouldn't be Texas. They are probably better armed than That's most of our military. <laughs> Maybe go for a blue state with all the gun laws that are about California or Vermont or Washington, something like that. That's the one to shoot for. We just let Texas secede. What do you think with this kind of behavior? No, it, but the fact is the government has taken over some states. We know that. Mm. Um, this is all being done to distract us from the chemtrails. The chemtrails are what's ruining us. By the way, the thing that kills me about conspiracy theorists is they believe that they reflect like a higher intelligence or a higher skepticism or a sense of awareness when, in fact, every conspiracy theorist you know is gullible. I'm just raising questions. And they're always talking about false flag operations. And they're so insulting and cruel, like Alex. Alex Jones saying that, that what happened in Boston after when the bodies were still fresh was was a was a false flag operation performed by the FBI while these people are mourning their dead. Right. They're the worst and they're the most gullible and the dumbest people. I can't stand them. The most dumbest people and I can't stand them. Isn't that lovely, Nathan? The job of the talking bobbleheads from all of the networks is to pacify and deceive the people. I thought, you know, why would Fox why would they do a big segment on this? They never touched it with a 10-foot pole for weeks. And now suddenly, because people are making calls, they've got to sort of do damage control. So, of course, they've got to say, oh, conspiracy kooks, uh, you know, those tinfoil hunt, end-time prophetic nut jobs. I mean, it's, it's really quite something, the psyops that's going on, which is a really good segue. I know that America's falling into Babylon. I don't know how much worse it can get. But what I do know for sure is there's a lot of panic right now, isn't there? There is. And, you know, it's the majority of the neocon Republican Christians who watch that segment are just going to believe it because, of course, it was in front of them on their TV. That was journalism at its lowest level. That was journalism that's pathetic. True journalism provides evidence and asks the questions of who, what, where, why, and how. What they did was assassinate the messenger. And that's a typical method of a mocker and a scoffer, and that's a typical method of someone that does not use intellect and scholarly approach to reporting. They called Alex Jones a nut job because he's a 9-11 truther and an Oklahoma truther. I mean, really? We could spend some time and, and poke holes in that one, but yeah. that's not what this program's about. But And then they made fun of the chemtrails when I've watched them. I saw them last night. And then they made fun of the word false flag while people are still bleeding. Well, really? 
while the uh, Gulf of Tonkin event took place, it was a false flag when Pearl Harbor was burning, when they knew an event was going to happen. That was a false flag. We can go down through history at other false flag events. When the Reichstag building burned, the Parliament building in Germany burned, that was a false flag. So as the ashes are still glowing with embers at the Reichstag, some crazy conspiracy theorists are saying it's a false flag. How dare them? I still see smoke. How dare them? Sheila, that was pathetic journalism. By the way, what was it? Was that the five? That was the five. Typical. The uh, lamestream news is bought and paid for. We know it's always spin-doctored. But I thought that was a really interesting attempt to try to really deflect, oh, the military is so wonderful. And not only did the lady not even know how to pronounce Jade Helm, I mean, it's pretty easy to pronounce Jade. She called it Jad Helm. So I thought that was kind of funny. But the thing is, why is it that whenever you question your government, because let's think about this, folks, two or more people doing something nefarious is a conspiracy. You can have a conspiracy to, if Nathan and I wanted to go bake a cake, that's not a conspiracy. A conspiracy is two or more people doing something bad because there's never been two bad people plotting bad things, right, Nathan? Well, when we look back at history, we see Nixon getting impeached for one little bug, or he, the Democratic headquarters, he bugged them. And now we have the NSA doing it all day long to all of us. Back then, he lost his job. Today, they, they do it in the open. Back then, it was called a conspiracy. It was illegal. It was a crime. And, and today, it's not. We just So we're redefining illegal tactics. It, it makes no sense. And this shows how they're able to spin things and control the flow of control logic. Control the narrative. Indeed. I heard them say it's not it's good to question the government but it's not good to question the military. It's almost like the more you know, the crazier you look. Do you notice that? Indeed. I didn't even know they did that. Then when I see things like that, a part of me just gets annoyed, perturbed and angry because that's typical of what they're doing and if we go back in time, I remember when I lived in Colorado, this was eight years ago, I attended this huge megachurch at the time, and that's in, when Bush was president. And it seemed that no matter what Bush did, it was rah-rah at the megachurch and on Fox News and by Rush Limbaugh and all of the typical neocon Republicans who covered their eyes and said, well, he's a Republican and he's a Methodist, so he's a Christian, therefore he wouldn't do anything to hurt us. Yeah. And by the way, the framework, the infrastructure of the mess that America's in was laid by Mr. Bush, but here we are in round two or three or four, whatever version it is, Obama took the reins and he ran with it, but he didn't start this party. Bush did, a Republican, and now we hear this nonsense going on by a Republican reporting agency, and it just shows... Sheila, that people, for the most part, allow themselves to be gullible and they allow themselves to be deluded and deceived. I was praying for this program and the Holy Spirit told me, Nathan, the people are, are right now under a delusion. They're going to be deceived. They're continually allowing themselves to be deceived. And Sheila, this thing's going to play out because it's prophecy. And you and I, I know that you were mentioning, can we pray against it? Well, we can pray for ourselves, but when people are acting like knuckleheads, and they don't want to submit to a love for the truth. Second Thessalonians tells us, because they had no love for the truth, that's the key part of it, they're going to be deceived. And they're going to believe a lie that they should be condemned with those who did not believe the truth and with those who took pleasure in unrighteousness. Right now, 
Jade Helm is at the top of the list in the alternative media. And ladies and gentlemen, you're, you're a smart listener. You listen to Sheila's program. You listen to mine, Watchman's Cry. There's a good chance you have seen a lot of the YouTubes out there about Jade Helm. There's a good chance you've read some of the articles. And Sheila, I just want to say this. When I get on programs, I have to repeatedly say this because I don't hear many of our colleagues saying it, Sheila, and I'm kind of disappointed with that. But it's like you don't question any reporting about Jade Helm. Part of the problem of Jade Helm and why the five on Fox News was having fun with it and making fun of it was because some of the citizen journalism that's taking place out there is breaking the rules of, of rationale and they're not vetting their information, they're not vetting their sources, and they're just repeating some of the rumors that they're hearing. As a result, Jade Helm has populated YouTube with hundreds and hundreds of videos, and a lot of those videos are absurd. Yeah, they are an embarrassment. And here's the thing. I mean, it's like on cue, Fox News, Ready, One, Two, Three, ridicule anyone who essentially questions the official story, all official stories that you're just simply regurgitating. You're not adding to it. They're never questioning. They're just flaming the fire of distraction. Look over here. Keep your lemming zombie adherence at bay. It's kind of like, hey, robots, just for your information. And anybody that listens to that, it just really concerns me. But here's the thing. The term conspiracy theorist was derived and coined and propagated in a document agenda by the CIA to demonize anyone who questioned the official story on the JFK assassination. And it sold like hotcakes. It was a total success. And case in point, this Fox clip I just played, don't dare think out of the mind control box, people. I mean, if you're a conspiracy theorist, if you think for yourself, you're a nutcase. If you actually question your government, you're a whack job. I really think you hit the, the nail on the head when you said it's very important. If you're not in truth, you're obviously deluded. You're believing a lie. And what does the scripture say about they will believe a lie, Nathan? In the end times, that's going to be the fuel, the momentum that Satan uses because Revelation 13 says the, the New World Order beast rises from the sea. The authority was given to be controlled by Satan. Satan's the father of lies. He's going to use deception to, to be able to play out the end times, the tribulation period. If we go backwards from the tribulation period into now, the deception is starting. I want to qualify, Sheila, what I mean by deception and by some of the Jade Helm information not being true. So listeners, please hear me when, I'm, when I say this, or please try to understand where I'm coming from. I am not saying that Jade Helm is not something to be concerned about. Jade Helm is huge. It is something to be concerned about, and it's going to play a huge role. In fact, Sheila, since the last time I was on your program, I have uncovered even more information of what it really is. And one of the biggest elements, variables, part of the nuts and bolts of the New World Order kingdom that's coming is going to be a brain rape or a mind rape of the population. It's propaganda. Propaganda is going to play a huge role to, for the government to take over. And part of the method of propaganda is to throw in confusion and misdirection and misinformation. So some of the information about Jade Helm that's being thrown into the mix is misinformation. There are paid employees, shills, trolls, whose job it is is to populate the Internet with misinformation and lies. Absolutely. Some of the YouTubes that are being produced right now on YouTube are being produced by paid shills that work for the government. Yes. But I'm seeing them, and I, I'm suspicious. I'm not going to say names, Sheila. I've watched some of the YouTubes. 
I, I'm just very suspicious about who the real people are behind the production of them. Because often you will, you will see people who will not use their real names. They use these handles or these nicknames. You don't know who they are. They don't show their face. They just keep reporting, and then it creates a frenzy. But that's part of the strategy of the New World Order. It's to involve the people with chaos. Chaos is, is part of the Illuminati scheme to create confusion. So when this thing gets really going, right now we're just seeing the beginnings, the introduction. We're not even at July 15th. The date for Jade Helm is July 15th through September 15th. Look how far we are, Sheila, and already there's a frenzy. I'm concerned that the frenzy quite possibly could erupt into people firing the first shot, citizens firing the first shot and starting martial law because they were alarmed by some of the information that they're reading. And that's really a good segue to something because I really believe that Obama and his minions are actually trying to poking the people to see how far they can push it before there's an outright people just have enough. I mean, people are going to get to a point where enough's enough and then they're going to start. I mean, is there going to be an uprising? Is it going to be nonviolent? Is it going to be violent? What does that look like? And I think that's what he's trying to do is he's trying to trying to call us out saying, oh, let's just see, you know, how far we can push. And here's the thing, Nathan, it's always push the goalposts a little further on what people will accept. Do you notice that? It gets a little, it's like the, you know, frog getting acclimated to the boiling water. The goalposts get wider and wider on what people will put up with. They're causing a self-fulfilling prophecy that will cause people to react. What will the people put up with? Kind of, it's going to create a circle of, of reaction that's started by the people. The people are going to fulfill. They're forging their own chains, Sheila. The Bible tells us, if we move forward in prophecy, the Bible tells us that the New World Order Beast is going to take over. It doesn't tell us how or why or what got us there, but it says it's going to happen. Since I am an observing people who call themselves Christians and people who like to listen to alternative media stories and, and read reports, and I, by the way, notice their comments in many reports, because I'm observing how they think and the rationale process, I'm noticing that they operate in a, in a fog of ignoring truth. I notice a lot of them are not including God in their thinking process. A lot of them ignore the mind of Christ. They don't have the mind of Christ. They, are not, they don't have a foundation on the Word. You can tell by the way they, they speak. So many of these individuals, if they do not have the mind of Christ, they're going to get ensnared in, in the net, in the trap. And the majority of, of well-meaning people who say that they're patriotic and they're militia members and they, they love freedom, they love the Constitution, they are ignoring their relationship with God. And because they are, they're going to fall right into the trap of deception and be a part of the problem, in other words. They're going to fall right into what's going on. When you look at the white papers and the abstracts and the documents published by the military, the Department of Defense, the Pentagon, They've been talking about this for several years. There are very well-educated PhDs, scientists, social experts who understand the brain. They understand how people think, and they have been a part of the study of psychology. They know how people are wired. They know how Americans are wired. They know what people like. They've been at this for 100 years. And now you mentioned that term conspiracy theory. 
When we go back to who was behind this, the RAND Corporation has been around for a long time, but even further than that, we have Tavistock, who's existed for almost 100 years, and those two entities have been responsible for forming society and, and social moods and the direction of the way people think. They are responsible for getting people to be pro-war or to accept a war, and all the operations that the United States has been involved in when it comes to war since World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and then all the other ones, they are responsible for steering public opinion. They are very good at it. They know how to use the media, the newspapers, and now the Internet, social media, forums. They know how to do it. So they have become experts in Satan. The powers, the principalities of Satan have opened the hatch of the underworld, and they are coming through. This has been going on for the last few years, Sheila. I've been talking about this. I have been saying that the judgment of God is going to take part in four categories, and one of them is the invasion of evil, of darkness, of entities, of deception. These spirits are walking on the surface of America. They are involved in the administration. They are involved in the, the cabinet members, and they are influencing Obama. They're whispering into the ears of Valerie Jarrett and Obama and all the other minions, puppets for the New World Order. Satan is whispering very wicked and crafty, and they're geniuses. Satan has has caused dictatorships to come and go for thousands of years. He knows how to do it. He knows how to steer a king or a dictator or a tyrant. He knows the methods that it takes to get people on their side and how to, how to steer the public, corral the people, and coerce the people through force and fear, etc. Satan knows how to do it, and right now that's taking place in America. Now, when we look at Jade Helm, the white papers that I mentioned a moment ago include, and they talk about the new doctrine of the military. And this doctrine is going to be part of the new method that the New World Order Beast is going to use to take over the world. And this method is going to be used not only in the, the United States, but worldwide with all of our allies. In Canada, in Australia, in Europe, with all our NATO allies, it's going to be used to take over the world. And that new method involves this. And the last time I was on your program, we talked about phase zero shaping. Do you remember that? Yeah, when these uh, anthropologists and sociologists really study behavior patterns. Exactly. Now, in the past, the doctrine of the military was, it, it involved five phases, phase one through five. Phase one was when the war first started. Phase two, the boots on the ground, hostilities commence, they're exploding everything. Phase three, they dominate the enemy. Phase four, they're settling the war, it's going down. The fires, there's not as many missiles, they're dominating, and, and now they're starting to mop up the war effort. And then phase five, they place their puppets in control, and then they leave. That's the five phases. Well, there's a new phase that they added. It's the preliminary phase. It's the phase that was influenced by Sun Tzu in the art of war. And that phase entails winning and controlling most of the people before you even start blowing things up and burning the village. You go in there first, preemptively, and you start playing the population and controlling the population by controlling the way they think. It's called phase zero shaping. You shape the environment by influencing the way that the social media is thinking, and you throw in a lot of propaganda, and you steer the public with ideas and with threats, because if, if a war is going to happen and if you plan to have boots in the ground, you have to let the people know, hey, start fearing the boots that are coming. 
they throw in hints of what's coming so that the people will start reacting. And part of the reason for the for causing a reaction, it's on purpose, Sheila, it's to create a frenzy from the people that will, in their eyes, be troublemakers. So they want to find out who all the troublemakers are in advance. So what you do is you throw in, you pull the pin on, on chaos, you throw it into the population, and you scare them with an operation like Jade Helm to see how they're going to react. And right now, people are reacting. And based on how they react, then they start getting a snapshot of society from every state, every city, every region, every township, and they go into the Internet and they start downloading and, and vacuuming all the social media comments, the text messages, the comments on Facebook, on the Internet. They start making note of the YouTubes that are being created and the people that respond. And all of that is done on, on purpose, Sheila, so that they will know who the potential resistors are going to be. So that's why I say people are, are falling for the deception because they are – putting a big searchlight on their address, on their Internet address, on their Facebook page, on their YouTube account, or when they, they comment and they say this or that, they are finding out which people to extract. They're finding out which ones to arrest. Right now that's going on, ladies and gentlemen. So the, the people who don't even bother to check if some of the information is true, then they consider those people untrustworthy. They consider them uh, a loose cannon. They consider them as people who, who are very, very volatile and could be troublemakers because if they're going to believe a lie and they don't bother to check if some of the reporting is true, then when the thing really gets started, they're going to really be loose cannons. So they're doing this on purpose to find out all of the loose cannons, all the troublemakers, all the well-meaning militia members, patriot members, all of them. We have a data mining operation going on right now. Jade Helm was not only to arrive and extract people. The real purpose of Jade Helm, it's the preliminary phase. It's to gather the information preliminarily so that they know who the troublemaker is going to be, Sheila. And that's playing right into their purpose. So the individuals right out there who are reporting, hey, I saw this happen, I saw that happen, they're playing right into it. Whether they're, the reporting that they're doing is true or not, they're playing right into it. Now, that's one part of, of what they're doing. The other part of Jade Helm involves the joining of forces. The new doctrine of, of the military is going to join. In the past, it was just boots with guns in their hand. That was the past. They would show up and, and burn the village, blow up stuff, and then they would mop it up and then leave. The new method is to join forces with information. It's broken down into three parts. Number one, boots on the ground or, or forces. Number two, information, meaning they're data mining. They're spying on everybody. So all of the people listening to this program, if you logged in, they know. And whatever you talk about, whatever you text, they know. And by the way, for people to say, well, I'm going off grid, they've been keeping records for over 10 years. Yeah. AT&T turned in all the, the long-distance records going back 10 years. So did Verizon. So it's all already on record. No one has any secrets. No one. So the three parts, though, are boots on the ground and then the data mining information or spying to take names. And then the third one is the brainwashing, the propaganda, the cognitive part of the battle. And this is the most important part that plays into deception, and it's going to play into the future of the mark of the beast. The Bible tells us 
Because they have no love for the truth, they will believe a delusion. But what is the delusion? Let's talk about that, folks. Sheila, the, the delusion is what God is going to allow. It says God will send it to them because God's going to separate the wheat from the chaff, and, and he's going to find out. He's going to allow deception to come in, and if the people do not value his word, as I stated, having the mind of Christ, they're going to fall for deception. The deception plays out in the natural with propaganda. And the fancy word for the propaganda is called cognitive control over the people. Cognitive is the way we think. I have been examining these white papers, Sheila, and they are so alarming when I read them because only evil genius, only an entity beyond human power could write this thing. It is so crafty. And when I read these white papers of how the military is going to take over and their new method of warfare, I don't really see any way that people can fight it without having the mind of Christ. There is no way people can stay one step ahead. There's no way. They will fall by the wayside. They will be con consumed. They will be deceived. They're not going to win. So for the people that say when this revolution starts, the answer is 1776, no, 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 ladies and gentlemen. There are otherworldly powers behind this thing now. There are powers of darkness. There are satanic forces, principalities who walk among us now, and they are possessing the leadership of this administration as well as others and they're going to make sure that they win. God's allowing this to happen. So, Sheila, the only way for, for people to be able to counter this is to, number one, first of all, to do the disciplinary measure of getting educated about it, learning about it, and then also getting the mind of Christ. And the spirit, I mean, we could do how many shows on, on getting our relationship with God to where it should be, fasting and praying, mind of Christ. Yes getting full of the Word, and understanding to be able to see through His eyes, through the eyes of the Holy Spirit, also to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, so that whenever you're online and you read a story, you need to be able to scratch your head and say, uh, you know what, I'm not sure that's true. So that is all happening right now before our eyes. If you look at this in its entirety, and you kind of step back and take a macro view, Nathan, what's really incredible to me and I did this just before we started the show because I, I just wanted to paint a picture here for folks now I'm going to read you a couple of headlines these are alternative media sites of course so when I actually repeat these you'll kind of get an, a little bit of a picture of what I'm trying to paint here so I pulled some things off in the last couple days so listen to these headlines millions of military and law enforcement personnel to be targeted by NWO for a blue list elimination after red list roundup. Marshall style law returns to Boston. Operation Iron Focus storms Texas. Jade Helm, Christian pastor gives us latest news on the takeover of America. Massive military convoy spotted headed towards Texas. You've never seen anything like it. Jade Helm 15 coffins and huge military vehicle buildup. Southern California. Unprecedented red dawn falls from North Carolina skies. Mysterious deaths around Jade Helm State System Project Tunnel. Jade Helm deciphered joint assistance for development and execution along with homeland eradication of local militants. Unexplained booms and mysterious hums. MRAPs on California highways and Turkish Air Force 
pilots in combat suits. Oil-filled igniter explosives go missing from Halliburton in Jade Helm 15. Texas sending out major false flag. United Nations medics photographed on truck on due course to Texas as gun confiscation runs up. Caravan of mystery white military buses seen in Oklahoma. I mean, it just goes on and on and on to the point where you just, you know, it's like this bad episode of the Twilight Zone, Nathan. And so now you see, I don't know if you saw this, um, I think it was on InfoWars earlier today. It says a special forces out of Fort Bragg are training with SWAT officers in Richland County, South Carolina this week for house-to-house raids. Another unnerving sign of the militarization of the police force. This late night and pre-dawn exercise will involve the 3rd Special Forces Group out of Fort Bragg, North Carolina, and they've been running since May 10th and will conclude on Friday. Residents say they hear ordinances being set off and shots fired. And according to the sheriff, deputies will provide simulated scenarios for the military all week because an ideal location for training cannot be replicated. That's Fort Bragg. I mean, it just goes on to the point of absolute insanity, doesn't it? You cited a lot of reports, and I've seen some of those reports, uh, Sheila, and I can't comment on every one of them, but I do want to say this. Some of them could be practiced for martial law. Some of them could. However, let me say this. I often have uh, repeated this on other programs, but, Sheila, how many times do we have to warn the people, if God said he's going to send a delusion, he's going to send a delusion. So which of these stories is a part of the delusion? Let me say some of them are. Some of them are lies. Now, let me give you an example. For the past several weeks, I've received probably in the hundreds now emails saying, Nathan, Jade Helm stands for the Jade word and then the Helm word. I've been able to prove that one's true. It's a, it's a computer program. The other one, Helm, stands for Homeland Eradication of Local Militants. Let me use this as an example of misinformation. And I believe at this point, now I, I stated this several weeks ago on the Hagman and Hagman program. I said out loud, I said, ladies and gentlemen, I am seeing YouTube's that are telling everybody that HELM stands for Homeland Eradication of Local Militants. I have seen articles, but they're missing a citation. Show me the white paper. Show me the document that proves that that's what it is. So someone emailed me, and they said, Nathan, it comes from, now get this, Sheila, it comes from the document published by the Department of State Publications, 7277, called the Freedom of, from War, United States Program for General and Complete Disarmament in a Peaceful World. That was sent to me. So out of curiosity, I Googled that, and then I found, lo and behold, Sheila, many, many forums are saying this is where Helm comes from, from this document, from 1961. So I searched. It took me an hour. I finally found this document, and I read it, and guess what, Sheila? The word Helm is not in it. <laughs> oh, great. I, I searched. I didn't see local. The word local wasn't in there. I didn't see homeland in there or eradication or militants. But people are repeating on websites that this is one of the sources. And that's an example of, folks, don't repeat something if you haven't proven it. You know, if, if you have, cannot vet if it's true, then we're, and, and what does the Bible say? You value truth or you, you value lies. If you don't bother to check if it's true, then the truth isn't really that important to you, is it? And Sheila... That's a prime example. If people don't want to, to, to check because they just want to repeat the excitement or the sensationalism without checking, it's bad 
scholarship. It is not a good witness, and it continues the frenzy. I really, I want to throw something in here, because you just mentioned a very key word, and that word is sensationalism. What's happening with, with these sensationalist headlines, you know, you get people to see that over and over and over. Like, you know, you go to All News Pipeline or Before It's News, and if you actually looked at some of the way they sensationalize them, and then you go and look at the story, and it's like, what? Are you guys kidding me? That was your title? For example, Alex Jones figures out the Jade Helm game plan. They're about to drop the hammer. And you've been seeing that for weeks. You know, they're about to drop the hammer. Final collapse is here. Destruction is here. Is it time for civil disobedience? You know, then they mock things like demonic entities saying, CERN, brand new and never before seen, real demonic entities caught on film passing through portals. You will not believe what's next. They always throw in that, you will not believe. And then Americans vanishing, crazy story. And here's the problem with all these psyops is... You have to wonder who's behind them, because if you keep promulgating over and over and over, oh, it's here, destruction's here, doom is here, it's over, over and over, when something really big does go down, well, nobody will believe it. And that is just as bad to me as the way this bought and paid for lamestream media spin doctors everything. Would you agree with that? I would agree, and I'm glad, uh, thank you for saying it, because most of our colleagues aren't saying that. They're just going along with it. Hey, did you see this story? Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we need to be responsible. Now, I, I told you something off the air. Let me just say this real quick, Sheila. I used to live in Colorado Springs 20 years ago. For a number of years, I lived right next to Fort Carson, right next to the post, the base. I saw soldiers all around me. I, I was acquainted with them, etc. I wasn't enlisted, but that's where I lived. And Fort Carson is huge. There's hundreds of thousands of acres many square miles where they practice. And Fort Carson has a train track that goes into it, and depending on what they were practicing, often coming out of Fort Carson, they would park the trains on the outside, and they would be miles long. There were trains with tanks on them, with Humvees, with military vehicles. This is in the 1990s when nothing was going on. And we were just used to it. But in order to arrive at Fort Carson with those tanks, they came from somewhere else, meaning they were going through the countryside, along an interstate, along a country road, those tanks were moving. There are bases all over the United States, and there is often movement of military vehicles. That's how they do it. So not every movement of military vehicles means Jade Helm. It doesn't mean martial law. But I'm noticing that people, citizen journalists, have their smartphones, and they're recording, hey, look at these tanks, and they're throwing it up on YouTube, and then it, it becomes viral. Hey, this is another proof of Jade Helm. Well, you know what, Sheila? We have to think logically. We have to use truth. Is it? Is it Jade Helm, or is it business as usual? And I'm not saying that to throw water on the seriousness of Jade Helm, because I do fully believe martial law is coming. It's going to play a huge role. Jade Helm is going to play a role. We're going to see Camp FEMA. It's all going to happen. However, the method that people are using to prepare for it, I see more people worrying about tanks that aren't even part of Jade Helm rather than getting prepared spiritually and, and getting the mind of Christ. In prayer, with fasting, they're just continuing to, to scare everybody or read the scary stuff. I always think it's very interesting in Romans one twenty eight. there it says, And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. And when you study those scriptures out, and I always like to kind of see what it says in the, the Koine Greek term there. And that is really important because as people, as we just alluded to, and it's, 
And again, I think we have to make it crystal clear that we are not saying tonight, folks, that people should not be very concerned. And a lot of people have emailed me all these stories, all these headlines. What do you make of this, Sheila? How come Alex Jones is only talking about it now? You and Nathan and, you know, some of your colleagues were talking about this two months ago. Why is Alex Jones only talking about it last week? Okay, that's a fair question. But here's the thing. I guess the word that comes to my spirit, Nathan, is frenzied manic. You know, everybody's all over the map and what should we do? And But here's the thing. What does Jesus say most of all in the scripture more than any other thing he says fear not where do we draw the line nathan between getting into fear and actually being completely oblivious like you know in a dystopic trance where we're just sitting singing kumbaya while rome burns around us where do we draw the line between occupying and just getting completely out of control frenzied manic you know, we're going to start shooting people up. I mean, where is the balance there? I think that's a good conversation that nobody's talking about. It's it's a very good conversation. When I was praying, the Holy Spirit, I said, God, what do I tell them? And, and it was very clear. Tell them, ask them, what's your plan? You know, you read these scary stories. Okay, Jade Helm's coming. Okay, let's say it is. Let's say martial law is coming. Let's say that the extractions are going to happen. So what's your plan? And if you ask that question with any of these videos, so what's your plan? That places a responsibility on every person listening. Ladies and gentlemen, what is your plan? Does it involve God? Does it involve the, the scriptures? Does your plan involve trusting in God? Does your plan involve being at the spiritual location where God will even answer your prayers? Because the book, Isaiah tells us, Sheila, our sins have separated us from, from God so that he doesn't hear our prayers. So what's your plan? When this thing really gets going, what are you going to do? Well, you know, here's the thing I always ask, and this is a very legitimate question. Are people praying about it more than they're talking about it? When's no, the last no, they're time, not. When's the last time these people that are inundating every one of these stories actually fasted and got in their prayer closet and pressed in to the things of God? Because guess what, Nathan? People say, well, Sheila, you know, why are you shrugging this off? I am not shrugging this off, folks. But guess what? Red letters trumps what it says in Jade Helm's sinister plan. And I'm telling you right now, Psalm 91 is pretty crystal clear to me. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. He is our refuge and fortress. In God, we will trust. Now, you know, when we read on there and it says, surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence, God is our banner. He's Jehovah Nisi, the banner of protection, our strength, our strong tower. There's so many names, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh. I mean, we could go on. That's a whole show in itself, the names of God. But here's the thing. Either people believe in the entire Bible or they don't. It's not a buffet. It's not a Burger King religion where you can pick and choose. You either believe the entirety of the Bible or you don't. And, you know, how many people are focused more on, like I said, praying about it than they're yammering about it? See, in the big picture, Sheila, God knows this is going on. He's allowing it. And when we look into the scriptures, very often when God sends a judgment, he sends a judgment to find out which people are going to depend on him. We can look in the book of Ezekiel, where the people in, in Jerusalem, the angels were sent and there was one angel with a rider's inkhorn whose job it was was to walk. There were six angels. Five of them had destroying weapons of battle axe swords, and they were going to go through and just whack everybody in Jerusalem. But the first angel was supposed to go up and down the streets and mark those who sighed and cried over the sins 
of Jerusalem, over the land, those who grieved over the sins, those who lamented because they, they were so hungry for holiness. So the angel's job was to mark them, and then when the destroying angels walked behind them, the destroying angels whacked those who weren't marked. So Jade Helm and, and what's coming, martial law, what's coming is to separate those who sigh and cry over the sins of America, over abortion, over the homosexuality, over the mess, over the twerking, over the tolerance for sin, uh, all the agendas that people wink at. It's to separate and find out who's where. It's to find out their spiritual location. So instead of just worrying, and, and I'm not saying we, we shouldn't because it's, it's good to be aware. I get up on the wall and I'm looking at Jade Helm approaching. But I have to include this, Sheila. The reaction of the people is not for their best condition for their household. They're, they're not focusing and, and looking at the big picture. We have to look at it through the spiritual as well as the physical perspective. So again, what's their plan? And when it comes, if the extractions are coming, are they hidden under the wing of God? Are they at the spiritual location where God sees fit to protect them? Are people doing their homework, Sheila? Right, right. So that's the big question. I have a lot of information that Jade Helm is, by the way, I could be, I, I could be wrong, but I am 99% confident that Jade Helm, this one exercise that's coming from July 15th through September 15th is not the, the, the final one. It's not right, the big one. Right. It's one, it's, it's version. By the way, they've already done a few. This is probably the fifth or the sixth. They just didn't let us know about it. So it's one of many, and there's going to be some after. There's also going to be some occurring in other countries with our allies, with NATO. Right now they're working out the kinks. But based on what I've been able to uncover, Jade Helm is the ribbon cutting of the new doctrine of warfare. And this new doctrine is, is the beginnings of the beast rising up, Sheila. And that would be a whole other program to explain but Jade Helm, they're uh, bringing in a new method that totally goes against the Constitution. Again, I could do a whole program on this, but just real quick, let me sum it up in one paragraph. There, there's a new method of warfare called net-centric warfare or net-centric operations, and it's a new military doctrine that is being added to the method of warfare now. And by the way, Canada, Australia, and, and all the other allies are also a part of this, just so you know if you're in another country. And net-centric warfare, what it means is that it's going to be the merger of, as I stated, information, data gathering with operations, and they have mandated. And you can look this up, by the way. And go to Wikipedia and type in net-centric warfare, and it's been mandated, Sheila, and I get this, that this new method of warfare is going to use the global information grid to provide their information. And uh, the purpose of that is so that they can have a profile on whatever the target is worldwide, including America. And the global information grid that they're going to use in the Pentagon, one of their new buildings, their new locations is in Bluffdale, Utah. You know, the Utah Data Center, that huge multi-billion dollar facility, right. facility they just built. You familiar with it? Oh, I'm very familiar. I, I did a whole show on the whole sort of Big Brother spying and what's going on in the... I mean, that thing is massive. <laughs> Indeed, uh, Sheila, it is massive, but it's also merged with the NSA versions of spying that they have in other countries, which includes Canada. 
By the way, the one in Canada, you probably know this, the Communication Security Establishment, they have Project Levitation where they're spying on everyone that's on the Internet in Canada. And then in, in uh, the U.K., in England, they have the, the Global Communications Headquarters. They call it the Donuts. Yeah. And then they have it also in Australia. They have it in New Zealand. But there are data-gathering locations, hubs, that are listening into every conversation throughout the West. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're in another country, they're doing it to you. They, every text message, it's being placed in the supercomputer, the Cray computer. And the U.S. military is now, they've stated openly, they're going to tap into the, this information from Utah, the global information grid, in order to profile the targets. That means that the U.S. military is going to use domestic spying to decide whether a domestic citizen in America or Canada or Australia is worthy of, of a predator drone missile or whatever level they are as a target or whatever threat level they are, the military is going to use spying to determine what to do with it. And with that said, Sheila, since we know they're using all the spying, that's why I, I need to scream from the housetops, ladies and gentlemen. They're data gathering everything that's going on right here in the frenzy of Jade Helm, and they're going to use it against you. Well, when this really goes down, they're going to already know. When they show up in a year from now, if it, the real thing happens, they're going to already have John Doe's number. They're going to say, hey, look, look what he did. Look at the YouTubes he did. Look the threats he made. And by then, they would have infiltrated. We talked about this in the other show. They would have sent a human terrain expert or a spy or infiltrator into their town who's already figured him out. They've taken pictures. They've, they have a license plate. They know when he goes to work. They've, they've been spying on him. This is going to go on. It's the Gestapo of the, of the beast. The Bible tells us the beast will know everything. And that's why I say Jade Helm is the beginnings of the beast system. Well, it is. And it reminds me, as you were saying, we're talking about phase zero shaping. It really reminds me that kind of we're in sort of a phase one, phase two, where they're kind of running up the, doing a run up to the hostilities, really deterring undesirable adversary action by sort of preparing forces and setting all these deployment things. So that's really, we kind of see phase one carrying out right now and you have to wonder and again i've talked about this on other shows what are russian troops doing on american soil what are chinese troops doing on american soil what are un blue hats doing these training exercises? i mean that really is very disturbing and when i was talking about that a year and a half ago about Russian troops in Alaska, Russian troops all over America. I was written off as some tinfoil hat wearing end time conspiracy wacko. And I really believe that these foreign troops are going to play a huge role in what's coming. Eventually, they are going to play a huge role, Sheila. I have seen those in prophetic dreams, the Russian and the Chinese troops. It's all going to play a role, all of it. But when this thing gets going, it's going to be successful. And that's the, the part that people don't want to hear this, but I know what time it is, Sheila. The hour is late. The hourglass, the, the sands running through it are almost done. The hour is very late, and the enemy is going to win for a season. They're going to overcome the saints for a season. So with that said, I, have to, I know people don't want to hear this, but it is not 1776. It's not going to be stopped, and the reason it's not going to be stopped is because the United States continues to prove itself as being anti-God and spitting in God's face, exporting his holy statutes, and choosing evil. When you have the U.S. Army, by the way, if we got invaded, is God going to help us win? Well, when you have the U.S. Army ROTC program dressing up their cadets in high heels, 
yeah. making them look like homosexuals, or when the U.S. Navy uses a photo op, the winning sailor gets to kiss their lover on the harbor and will publish it. Well, the winning sailor, did you hear about this in February? Was yeah. a homosexual, so he, he kissed his lover, his, his sodomite, and that was published, and, and people don't say, hey, this is messed up. When it's winked at and people are insensitive to it, that's why we're going to lose, Sheila. That's why this population, you know, in a way, they're going to get sifted and purged of the evil, and God is going to rid the land of his enemies. That's the bottom line. So pick a side right now, ladies and gentlemen. Pick a side is right. And the veil is thinning. And I think what's really interesting as you were talking, it reminded me of your prophetic vision that God gave you about the bear eventually snapping off that chain. You know, God was restraining that bear, restraining, restraining. I'm getting the suspicion that God is getting ready to just, you know, you want it? You want to take me out of everything? Go at it. And it's unleashed. So... What's the turnaround point, or is there one, Nathan? The purpose of God's judgment is, as we read in the book of Hosea, chapter 5, end of chapter 5 and 6, God says, I'm going to tear them and then go to my place for a moment until they realize and say, God has, has torn and we need to come back to him, and then he will revive us. So his judgment is to tear and to purge and to find out which side who's on. This thing's going to play out. We, it started. The commencement started in 2008. Some people could say even before that, but we're in year, year almost seven of this, and the worst is still to come because based on what I have heard from the Holy Spirit, it's not going to stop. This thing's going to play out. So the, the fourfold judgment, war is one of them, the sword, tyranny, oppression, and control by mean kings. And that's, that's how it's going to play out, Sheila, sadly. So while people are looking and wondering who's going to bring the chains, is Jade Helm going to do it? Are they going to take me away? While they're looking at that, they also have to include the other part of the equation. Again, ladies and gentlemen, what's your plan? What's your spiritual plan? Are you, if you're a parent, if you're a father, mother, do you have people depending on you? Do you have loved ones? Are you an example to children, to teenagers who are looking at you for an example, for answers? When this thing gets going, what's your plan? Are you standing in the gap for your loved ones in the place in your life where you can stand in the gap? Or are you in, in a place spiritually where God will hear your prayers to place a hedge around your kids? The spiritual homework is the, is the one that we really need to be doing right now, Sheila, and it's not. That's the sad part. And people don't want to hear this, Sheila, but if you take 100 so-called awake people, the amount of, of true remnant children of God who are in the right spiritual location, I would say, sadly, the number is probably less than 10%. And, yeah. and I don't mm-hmm. like having to say that. It's probably worse, and, you know, if we really wanted to make people sad, it, it probably is worse, but that's how, how bad this is. And I, I say that confidently because over and over in the Scripture, when we look at Jerusalem, we saw only a minor portion of people made it, less than 10%. The rest of them were too hard-headed. They had other reasons, but their reasons had to do with the flesh, stubbornness, excuses, etc. So right now the number one thing, Sheila, is to find out, this, our, our plan and gather a spiritual plan. Well, it is time to gather a spiritual plan. That is the number one thing. And it, it really is time, folks, to press into God. It's time for praying, fasting, getting on your knees, and seriously getting into some prayer in your prayer closet. Because, folks, 
we're watching a very bad episode of the Twilight Zone playing out here. And this is not a science fiction nightmare. This is actually happening in real time. I keep thinking, as as you were talking, Nathan, I kept thinking of Elijah and the showdown at the Prophets of Baal saying, how long will you falter between two opinions? When you study that out, he's saying... You know, you can't have one foot in the world and one foot in the things of God here. God does not accept fence sitters into the kingdom of God. Remember what Jesus said. He's not going to accept lukewarm Christians. I cannot stress fasting. And Nathan, as we close in the final waning moments, would you lead our listeners into a prayer? Sure. Heavenly Father, I just ask you, God, to let these words hit home. Let your Holy Spirit draw. Your word says that if you don't draw, no man comes to you. Father, draw them with your Holy Spirit. Challenge those who are listening with the truth and place your hunger, place your prompting. Put a hook in their jaw, God, and draw them towards you. God, there are a lot of people that want to to come to you, but because of the hardness of heart and the crusty layers that are over their hearts, it's hard for them to come to you. But, Father, with your mercy and with your grace, your convicting power can break through the crust. Your convicting power can break through the hardness of heart. So, God, break through it. Break up their fallow ground and allow them to come to you, God. Draw them. And as they come, Lord, allow them and show them they need to lay down everything at the foot of the cross, everything that shackles them, and give them the strength and open their eyes to see that it's only through you and following you, only through the blood that you shed, God, and through your word can we overcome. God, do that for your people. Have mercy on them and speak to them, God, and I thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, folks, bookmark watchmanscry.com and shoot Nathan an email and let him know you heard him on the show today. Nathan, thank you so much for your time tonight and coming on the program. Thanks for having me, Shirley. Always a pleasure and a blessing. Folks, that was Nathan Liel from watchmanscry.com. Folks, please do prayerfully consider becoming a partner with this ministry. There is a donate button there at weekendvigilante.com. Airtime is very expensive, and so I am asking for folks to prayerfully consider becoming a partner with this ministry. Tomorrow, we have a surprise guest stopping by. It's going to be a great program. Folks, don't forget, sign up for the podcast Go to WeekendVigilante.com, click on the big pink button on the right-hand side, Sheila's Podcast. It takes you directly to the link. You can follow it there. And thank you so much for tuning into the broadcast today. Folks, just one final reminder, please be praying for Kantovind. His trial is coming up on Monday, May 18th. I ask that he continually be held up in your prayers. Folks, thanks so much for tuning into the broadcast tonight. Good night and God bless.